Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, Legolas's continuing ghost story at a time. <laughs> I'm Norman Mitchell. The grammar's not perfect there, but it's what we're doing. <laughs> You're playing fast and loose with the format today. Yeah. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're talking about Minute 112, which starts with these orcs continuing to march. We get a shot of a of a troll banging a drum mm-hmm. and ends with... Gimli. Where uh, are they marching to? The orcs go marching one by one. Hurrah. To Minas Tirith. To Minas Tirith. We didn't really talk about that at the end of the last minute. Yeah, they're the, it's just the orcs. They're forming up. They're just like just like Rohan. They're off to war. Only their war is a hell of a lot closer. <laughs> they are. Uh, they're right there. Yep. And this minute ends with Gimli uh, very scared, going the dead summoned. I knew, I knew that. that. <laughs> I knew that. Just. Uh, I'm kind of sad this cuts off right before like one of the little visual jokes with Gimli. I'm pretty sure that starts next minute. Mm. Uh, but this, uh, yeah, uh, Legolas, shut the hell up. <laughs> just, <laughs> just every few seconds in this minute, Aragorn keeps just like looking back at Legolas. He's the one carrying the torch. He already knows that torches are good for fighting ghosts after he spiked that ring wraith in the face in the first movie. Mm-hmm. So he's he's carrying the torch. He's got his ridiculously big-ass sword. Oh, it's the best. Just walking through the dark. It's there's the best. There's, like, skulls in the dirt in the sides of the cave and the stone. And Gimli is just like, Legolas, what do you see? <laughs> prompting him to continue to give us this ghost story crap. And Aragorn just keeps looking back at him like, dude, stop. Does he, though? I feel like he's just looking around like... You know, in his manic Aragorn way. I mean, we can't see his face when he looks at Legolas. I'm just assuming he's giving him the, the like, bug-eyed, like, really? Like the mom glare? Just just not in public. Just please stop. Not in public. <laughs> please stop. These three are a mess. <laughs> just, Aragorn looks so, just, like, paranoid in his eyes. He looks manic. See? He's just... Aragorn does not stop looking manic. Until the coronation scene. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> Gimli has to ask, or, like, well, listen what he sees, and, like, let's describe all this stuff he sees. I see men and horses. Although, like, the the words kind of blend together a little bit in the, the ADR for Legolas's line right there, so it sounds like the and horses is all one word. Ah. Men and horses. <laughs> and then, like... So he eggs him on, he talks, you know, once again, we get uh, the better part of half a minute of Orlando Bloom speaking. That's fine, you know, yeah. I'm fine with that. Do like you they know saved, me? They saved all of Orlando Bloom's, uh, all of Orlando Bloom's paid dialogue time for this movie. You're <laughs> <laughs> just going to stand around and look pretty most of the time, fire some bows, slash your stuff with daggers, it's cool. You're going to do all your talking in the third one. <laughs> just all of it. Just uh, whatever you think, you know, we, we got stuff for you. <laughs> There were men and horses and banners like wisps of cloud. The dead have been summoned. So where, I mean, like, the, I kind of like the, that, like, 
Legolas can see them and the other two can't. Right. I see dead people. Because he's an elf. Yeah. You know. Bruce Willis is over there in the corner. You know, I've never seen that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Would, do you know if watching it for the first time, knowing the twist, will it hold up? No, I don't think so. No? Okay. I think it's one of those few movies, it's one of very few movies, where I think the, the central conceit is important enough that it shouldn't be spoiled. If you have never seen the movie before, but we're so far removed from its release that it's just, like, impossible. Right. It, it'd be impossible to see that movie. I'm not going to name the movie, I guess, because if someone really hasn't seen it, uh, I guess they can go try to find a uh, Bruce Willis movie with ghosts in it and see if you can find something up. Because <laughs> uh, I bet you there's more than one. Uh, I'd be really surprised if there wasn't. Uh, but uh, another movie which I mentioned before on the on this podcast that I feel the same way about is Memento. Yeah, which Maybe, I still haven't seen. If you don't know the central conceit and the central like narr- the the narrative structure idea of Memento before you see it, that movie is better. Mm. Even though I think it's still really good, I think that not knowing the storytelling structure of that movie and how it plays out is really important to enjoying it on the first viewing. That's surprising because you're like you're a monster and look up spoilers. Yeah, on exactly. Purpose. Yeah, I absolutely. I'm <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a monster who generally believes spoilers don't ruin things. But the thing about uh, the thing about uh, Memento and uh, this and horses the, and and this other movie <laughs> is that um, the thing isn't. It's more so true of Memento, but it's that the the, the, tw- the twist the twist is built into the narrative structure, like the structure of how the film is made. Yeah, it's not just like uh, like a story beat. It's it's built into the way the story is told. I don't know that I've ever seen an M. Night Shyamalan movie? you never seen Signs? No. Why would I have seen Signs? I know you haven't seen Unbreakable, Lady in the Water. Nope. You didn't see the the bad Avatar movie? No. Uh. <laughs> um. Uh, what else is M. Night Shyamalan? The, the, I, I the haven't Village? Seen, uh, yeah, there's The Village. I've seen half of that and I got bored. Yep, there's The Village. Uh, I haven't seen Devil or... Uh, Split or Glass. I haven't seen those three. And I, there might be other ones that I'm just, I don't remember seeing coming out. Yeah. Because I haven't, I haven't seen Split and Glass, but I do really like Unbreakable, which was made way long time ago. One of his first ones. I don't like, I mean, I've talked about this before on here. Um, I'm not really into the horror genre to begin with. Yeah. And, or like suspense, I guess. Um, I I think Legolas talking about these ghosts is scarier than the actual ghosts. I agree. Because, like, he can clearly see them. Also, since Legolas didn't know, well, he knew what death was, but, like, do you think that, like, Legolas has no, like, um, well, no, because, like, ghosts, I'm trying to, like, have three different thoughts but like because like through throughout the trilogy legolas just like is very um detached or like confused by the concept of death right orlando bloom talks about playing it off that way yeah so here where like he's just very nonchalant about it where he can see the the dead people um i mean clearly he knows they're dead because he does the whole thing where it's just like 
you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was made by those who are dead, and the dead keep it. Yeah. Like, it's in the thing. So, do you, do you think he's, like, reckoned with death yet? <laughs> he's already gotten there, just in this short, in this period of time before we get to the Path of the Dead, after being there for Helm's Deep. Do you, yeah, do you Legolas think, is reckoned with death. Do you, yeah, yeah. Because, like, Haldir died. Yeah, he's just, all right, I guess. Well, this happens, and then he gets here, and, like, maybe the ghosts are just talking to him the whole time, and no one else can hear him. And yeah. He's just, the dead speak. The dead speak. Oh my god. That's still dumb. I was gonna try to save that until we see the guy, but it's, it's just like this seemed forever. like a good place to go. The dead speak. Well, technically, it's Legolas. Yeah. Dude, I'm totally uh t- that's the title of whenever a ghost man shows up. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Whenever whenever the ghost king has like his first line is yeah. the dead speak. That's the name of that episode. <laughs> I was already going to do that, like, yes, no matter what. Yes. Whether we said it or not, that was just what I was going to call it. Also. Oh, my God. <laughs> because what else would we call it right? in, in the modern <laughs> modern age? <laughs> in a post-Rise of Skywalker world. Oh, God. World. Uh, Legolas. <laughs> Legolas Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I God. Just, Gimli just, Gimli is just so freaked out. And it's so- What do you think dwarven scary stories are like? Well, so- They have dragons, right? (laughs) Dwarves don't know what happened to them when- Happened to their, their spirits when they die. Yeah. Is it just like, do they just constantly live in existential horror? Maybe. I mean, that explains Gimli? (laughs) Right, I think that that's part of the thing, right? Because humans- Humans get to enter the enter the the halls of Mandos, and they have like a, they have like some sort of promised afterlife to them. Yeah, and yeah, because the idea of there being ghosts here is like perverse, right? Because yeah. the spirits of humanity should go where be in Valinor yeah. in a in a special place, and, right? And pass into the beyond, beyond with all the elf ghosts. No, there are no elf ghosts. That's why they go to Valinor to live forever. Wait, so what happens to Haldir? Nothing. What? <gasps> Shut up. Okay, now I'm upset about Haldir all over again. I'm still stressed out about gambling. I, I mean, <laughs> I could be wrong. It's been a, it's been a while since we like read part of that stuff in Silmarillion, but I think like part of this whole deal is that the elves go back to Valinor because they're just gonna live forever. Yeah, but what happens if you die before you get there? Then you sucks to oh, suck. Oh, okay. So that's why it's a big deal when that's why Elrond is just like, okay, please come with me. Because even if she's mortal, she's not human. So her soul just what expires. Well, uh, Elrond's family gets to like become mortal, and I imagine that comes with the deal of humanity, right? But she's still an elf. She's not a human. But I think I think their spirits. I think Elrond's family in particular. I think the deal is that they pretty much become human if they choose a mortal life. Because his family is unique. It's, 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 his whole deal is unique. Okay. Like, I think that they can choose to become human. They give up the grace of Valinor. But she, like, still ends up in, in the afterlife. I think she winds up in the same afterlife as Aragorn. I think she winds up in human afterlife. Huh. Okay. That would that was my assumption. Because I'm pretty sure she's just eventually going to die. She's not immortal anymore. Yeah. She's going to, I, I would just I assume she, she winds was, up in the human afterlife. I thought she would like, I don't know, just become like a. And the, 
tree spirit or something. Presumably, hobbits go to the same afterlife as humanity because there's this there's this wink and a nod thing in some of the some of the stuff that Tolkien wrote that you know hobbits just eventually stopped being around because they became people. Yeah. And the same thing probably, and but and the elves went to Valinor, and who knows what happened to the dwarves. So, is that why there's no dwarf wraiths? Probably. Dwarves don't have ghosts. That's so weird. I think, so I think that dwarves are supposed to, I think that there was like, supposed to be a deal with Mondos, that there is something promised for them, but no one knows what it is, and no one knows like what, what Alan and um, Iluvatar worked out. When Luvatar was just like, son, what are you doing? Why have you made life? I'm I'm just copying you, Dad. Right? <laughs> I just want to be like you. Oh, well, uh, just, we're going to put him to sleep. Just put him to sleep, bury him in a deep, dark hole, and we'll wake him up later. Just going to stick that, stick this in the basement so, for now. So, 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 yeah. No, what are dwarven scary stories? Not ghost stories, but just scary stories to tell in the dark. Like Dragons. Dragons, yeah. Dragons. If you amass too much wealth and get too greedy, a dragon's going to show up and, and take over And then Thor and Oakenshield got the gold sickness. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Those are dwarven ghost stories. A Christmas carol. That's a dwarven ghost story. A Christmas carol. You've amassed too much wealth. You've grown You've grown cold and sick for money. <laughs> You're going to be harassed by the supernatural until you die or give it up. Right? It's like, oh no. My worst nightmare. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. So it's just like the existential dread of the dwarves is uh dwarfs all others in comparison. To to use the word twice in the same sentence. Dwarf. Oh, I understand. Yeah, I think that I think they have more existential dread over their afterlife than I think any other race does. They're just neurotic little nuggets, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Orcs are either something created whole cloth and corrupted by Morgoth or corrupted elves that have been... Yeah, I thought they were corrupted elves. Tolkien changed his mind on that a couple times, I think. I think there's conflicting accounts in his, okay. in his, in his work. But yeah, the, the idea, the, the initial idea is that they're like corrupted elves is like some of the stuff in the Silmarillion. Yeah. Which means presumably they would be able to sit in Valinor. No, because they're corrupted. <laughs> yeah, but Melkor could still go there. I thought Melkor was in like the the void between yeah, the voids. After. Oh. After being after betraying them once, fighting, being imprisoned, being released, fighting again, and then sent into the void. I love him. Just I love Melkor. <laughs> he's just super action releasing a giant spider and everyone and being like, Oh god, what did I do? And then the spider attacks him and he's just like, Oh god, what did I do? <laughs> oh no, this was a mistake. What did I do? <laughs> Why did I make a deal with this thing? God, that's a low I don't even know what this thing is, and I should know what this thing is. <laughs> if anyone should know, it should be me. Right? What are you? Uh, the manifestation of the void itself. Cool. Do you want to go eat some trees? <laughs> nice legs you got there. Nice le- Eight of them. Wow. <laughs> Why don't you scuttle on over here? Dude, that is some Loki energy, though. <laughs> I love right? more God. Oh, my God. <laughs> a balrog of Morgoth. Morgoth's many mistakes. Aww. A children's story. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. 
I'm going to I'm going to creep into the darkest corners of the world, make my own monsters, and then I'm going to find one. And instead of being, whoa, <laughs> this is way cooler than anything I could have made. Sick. Except for maybe Glowering. Glowering's pretty rad. <laughs> and uh, what is it? It's the two the two big name dragons are Glowering and and, and Caligon and Caligon the, the black. black. Yeah. He's the first flying one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He's the biggest one. I think Glowering is the biggest one. I thought Glowering was the first one. I think he's also the big. I don't know. I'd have to go back. I thought and look. in Caligon the Black was the biggest one. I think he's the first flying one. Oh, I love dragons. I think Bla- the original, the first dragons and didn't fly. Caligon and Caligon the Black, the greatest of all winged dragons. Yes. Okay, legit. Dragons were the creation of Morgoth. Is that why they're inherently evil? Yes. Huh. They are beings of. Greed and lust for power. Interesting. They are proud, evil things. Where is... There's like that, um... You know that graphic that somebody made where it's just like all the dragons? Like, it's got Smaug and it's like a tiny, tiny, like, thing. And in Caligon is gigantic. Yeah. And yeah, then... Glaurung's the first one. Also known as the father of dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's only a f- there's only a few more really. There's not that many named ones, hmm. but there doesn't need to there doesn't need to be. Yeah, there's also references to vampires in the Silmarillion somewhere. Dude, give me that. Like, I think it mentioned. I think there is one named vampire, and I think she's one of Sauron's lieutenants. Of course, it's a woman. I'm I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I would have to go look if that feels like it's the case, just kind of off the top of my head. That doesn't surprise me. I think it disappoints me, but that doesn't surprise me. There might also be more direct references to werewolves somewhere in Silmarillion, but I mean, there's a werebear in The Hobbit. Dude, yeah, that's that's definitely what he is. (laughs) He's a werebear. I turn into a bear sometimes. I'm sorry, what? I keep bees. (laughs) I turn into a bear. I live on the edge of the forest. I like honey <laughs> <laughs> i really like honey so you're a big guy yeah how much honey do you eat i don't know how much honey do like 40 colonies of bees right? make in a day how much does how much honey does bear like eat not that i'd know anything about but, that <laughs> right, the answer to that question is as much as it can get moving on <laughs> anyway <laughs> Oh, Bayorn. Oh, Legolas. <laughs> Legolas. There is, there's a couple times in this minute where Aragorn looks looks back at Legolas, and I just imagine he's just going to be like, dude. I don't. Really? I think Aragorn's just looking around because he's like. He's just paranoid. He's manic. It's like he's, day three of like five <laughs> that he's been awake. Like It's like two straight days of walking underground and Legolas is just talking about ghosts. Right. Like, okay, he did not get a full night's sleep. He woke up ready to fight he like drew a knife he woke up like hopped up on adrenaline right? and then elrond he, he has not slept elrond shut up arwen is dying here's a nice sword right you're gonna go be king gondor also you're gonna go tell ghosts to to get bent and do what you say right and then he's like okay fine i guess thanks dad and then he goes and he he packs up his horse and he's got this cool sword and then Aaron comes over and she's all like why are you leaving don't you love me right just like, this is not what i wanted to aragorn's, do today aragorn's just like just uh 
What? I've not had enough sleep for this. We can... can uh, sorry, no, you're nice, but... Uh, Aragorn and uh, gambling are operating on, like, the same levels of stress. And he's like, cool, I dealt with I dealt with the lady, and I'm just gonna keep going, and he's just... Gimli, leave me alone. Gimli, just stop. <laughs> no. Uh, Legolas, oh, fine. Okay, guys. And they go through camp. Like six and, hours later. And they go through camp, and everyone's watching them, and Aragorn's just like, I don't... I just... We're just not gonna say anything. We're just gonna ride through camp... <laughs> It's gonna be. It's gonna be good. We're just gonna. We're just gonna keep doing this. And oh then they get. God. They walk through this canyon in broad daylight, and Legolas is just talking about all these ghosts. And just, uh, just this is a great day for Aragorn. He's just Legolas, stop, please. And then they get into the woods, and he's got this giant sword, and he loses the scabbard, and he's just like, well, there goes my horse for a second time. I hope I see that again. And then <laughs> underground, and there's a bunch of ghosts, and Legolas still won't shut up about him. To so here continued. we are. This is this is my this is my day today. I woke up at three a.m. Right. I had a knife. Everything I was, I was freaking. I had a nightmare, and then just like, and it's just been a waking nightmare a knife, ever since. He had a nightmare. It's just been a wake, waking nightmare. Every, Three a.m. Here I am, just still a nightmare. Legolas, shut up. Oh my god! It's like before the end of the day, I'm gonna tame an army of ghosts. But right now, I need you to be quiet. Legolas. Oh my god! Please. <laughs> We're from the website Dylan John. <laughs> Where you can find a bunch of other podcasts that are movies by Vanessa. Are you Lata. okay? Yeah, I've got, I'm just, like, trying to get that manic energy there. Everyone has oh just my God. out. We're from website Dueling Genre. You can find some other non-Movies by Minutes podcasts on there, like the Protagonist podcast, Doctor's Companion. Theme Park This. Theme Park This. Theme Park This. Do, do a Lord of the Rings episode. Uh, uh, yeah? Like, what's your Lord of the Rings? What's a Lord of the Rings roller coaster? The Mines of Moria. Yeah. Clearly. We should be on there. Yeah. We should do it. There's there's three hosts already. That would be right? a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, Tales from the Short Box, the, now the second newest podcast on the, yes. the site. Because Theme Park This is the newest one. So we'll be back tomorrow to keep talking about the Paths of the Dead and Gimli being spooked, as well as probably Aragorn's continued paranoia. And the dead keep it. The dead can keep it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.